Welcome back to another episode of the Sit Back Podcast. I'm your host, Elvin, and I'm here to bring you some joy, some entertainment. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. This episode is going to be talking about a couple jobs that I've had. Um, going to be explaining like the really bad experiences I've had working for them. Um, nothing crazy. A lot of annoyance, especially working the retail jobs. Um, but... It's going to be from, like, the least to, like, the worst. So, the least worst that I've had was this one job that I literally only lasted one day. Not because the job was hard or I couldn't handle it. It was because the owner of the job fired me the second day. So, I I worked for this valet job that one of my cousins um, referred me job was really super easy. Sent me to this doctor's office to just basically park the car for those um for people who were attending their appointments. So super easy job. I got like the hang of it within like the first like five minutes of it. It's not that hard. But throughout that throughout my first day, my first day I met like the manager there, I met the other guys that were working there and everything like that. Um we were parking the cars and everything. Once we got the key we put like this piece of paper on it. To just indicate where the parking spot was. And as time went on, as time went on, like the manager ended up telling us that he was just gonna take his he was gonna take his break because he's been working like like for three consecutive months and everything like that. Barely got any break, barely got time for himself and everything like that. So we were like, Yeah, go go right ahead, go on break. So not even five minutes into his break, um I had to go up to him and tell him that there was a key missing for a specific car. And obviously, like anyone would be, he would I would be pissed off. He was pissed off, right? He went off on everybody. He made sure, like, he double-checked to see where, like, the car was and where the key was and everything like that, whatever. So, um, to make sure where, like, the key was and everything. So, as we're looking for it, we just can't find it. Like, it was nowhere to be found. And... I don't know how, but I think the owner to the um to the vehicle had an extra key. And I think the person they were with had it. So they were able to leave and everything like that or whatever, right? So the uh, the manager was pissed off. He was pissed off that he had to tell the owner about it or whatever like that because I don't blame him because the key itself, it's like it's not cheap to make a copy of it. It's like a good like three hundred or four hundred dollars to do it so i would not blame him for being mad because it basically comes out of the company's pay and he gets blamed for it so time goes on like maybe like 10 15 minutes later goes by and everything like that so i go pick up a car to bring to like the owner or whatever and something just told me to look down so i look down and i look in the passenger seat i see like a corner of like the tickets that we use for the key and I see it inside the umbrella of that person. And I'm like, I was like, okay. So I picked up the key. And as I drop off the car, I walk back to like the little station that we were at. I asked the manager, I was like, what was the, what was the number to the key of the car of like the key that we lost? He said such and such or whatever. Right. So I looked at the ticket and I gave it to him and that was the one and that was the right key. So 
he was mad grateful. He was mad happy that we were fine, like um that I found it and everything like that, because I was aware of like the surroundings. I made sure to check in like all the cars and everything. And he was so happy at the fact that I found it that he took um a portion of everyone's end of the day tips and added it to mine. So um I felt bad at like the fact that everyone else kind of got like uh like money taken from like some tips or whatever, right? But like it wasn't my choice. Not like I asked him to do it. So I was all on him. But um so the job was fine. The job was easy and everything like that. So the rest of the night it was really normal. It was perfectly fine. Um but my second day, right? Um I had to call I had to call the owner of like the job and let him know that I had to take a family emergency. Like, a, like, I had a family emergency, so I had to take the day off. And he didn't pick up his phone. He didn't pick up his phone at first or whatever, right? So I texted him. I was like, I'm sorry, I can't make it. I have a family emergency and everything like that, whatever, right? He said, um, he said that I had to go in. I was like, I was like, I, like, I understand, but, like, I can't, I honestly can't go in because I have, um, like, my grandfather who suffers Alzheimer's, he went missing. And I'm explaining that to him or whatever and everything like that, whatever, right? Like, he didn't he didn't care. He honestly did not care. He goes, if I don't show up, then, like, I'm uh, there's no point of me showing up any day after that. Like, my job is done or whatever, right? I was like, all right, whatever. So I texted him back. I was like, so you're really going to fire me for a family emergency? Like, I, ju- I want you to tell me. Like, I want you to write it down that you're firing me for this. He didn't respond. Right? He didn't respond. So, um... He fired me for basically helping out a family member that went missing, whatever. Now, I get it. Most managers, uh, like most managers, whatever, like they hate the fact that you have to call out last minute, that they can't find somebody else or whatever, right? But that all depends on like the situation that, the situation on why you're calling out. If it's a family emergency and you can prove it, fine, go right ahead, do it. But. If it's like something stupid where you just don't want to go to work or whatever, right? You're supposed to find cover before not showing up. But he his he was just a bitch in my opinion. Like he was just honestly like a bitch or whatever, right? And like you would think that like um I would be the only one who like had to I would be the only one who had a problem with the owner like this or whatever, right? But nope. I spoke to um one of my friends I graduated with, and I asked him, I was like, did you work this job? He goes, yeah. And I was like, did you get fired from it? He goes, yeah. He's like, how'd you know? I was like, someone told me, like, someone told me, like, the reason, like, you, um, the reason you got fired, but I wanted to confirm with you. He said that the same owner that fired me for having a family emergency was the same owner that fired him for attending a friend that we graduated with his funeral. So he got fired for attending a funeral. Now, this guy is lucky that I don't know the name of the company and I don't remember his name. But he's lucky because I would have exploited the hell out of him because like because legally he couldn't fire me because it's wrongful termination to fire somebody. I could have taken him to court. I could have sued him and everything like that. But like, I was literally only working there one day, so there was really no more, no reason for me to like go to that extent. Um. But yeah, like that was 
my that was my um experience with that job. It wasn't the worst job. It was just like the like that whole problem that happened that made it like a really shitty experience. But um but that owner was literally a piece of shit. Like he is literally like a greedy motherfucker. Like he doesn't care about anyone but like himself. Like he just want money coming in and everything like that, whatever. But I'm lucky as hell that he I'm lucky as hell I'm no longer working for him. Because my cousin, the one who offered me the job, he had he quit the job because there was one day he worked a double and the um the owner wanted him to work another shift right after. And he said no because he just finished working a double or whatever, right? And then the owner threatened to like fire him basically. So um so not long after he left the job or whatever, right? Because he couldn't do it and everything like that. So I feel bad for those who are working for him. The guy's lucky that I don't remember the name of like the the company or anything like that because I would exploit the shit out of them. But I will find it. I will find out eventually. I'm gonna ask around to find out. But uh, um, but yeah, like that. That owner is a piece of shit. Everyone else that I worked with, like that one day, like the manager and everything, that they were all cool. It was just that owner that was just literally a piece of shit. But um, but yeah, that was one of the worst experiences um I had. Um, another one that, another job that I had was uh. My most recent job, my most recent job was working at Five Below, and um, the people I worked with were all cool. All the managers were cool and everything like that. Like it was literally one of the best jobs I've I've had with the people working. Like customers sucked, like always. Um, but it's it was like the my coworkers and the manager that made it easier to to work. Um. But one of the experiences that I've had was I was filling up, like, the shelves and everything like that. I was putting, like, the stuff, like, onto, like, the like the pegs and everything like that to where they have to go. And I was in, like, the tech section um, filling in, like, the, the chargers. So across the shelf, there was a gentleman looking at, like, um, app, like Apple Watch products and everything like that. So he comes up to me. He goes around the thing, and he comes up to me. He goes, um... Uh, let me ask you something. I was like, uh, I was like, what's up? So he shows me a box of like the Apple Watch stand. It's like this little like black stand that you just put your Apple Watch on. And he asked me, he goes, does the Apple Watch come with it? I chuckled a little bit, thinking he was joking, but this guy had like the like the most serious look on his face. And just to make sure, like, I asked him, if, like, to repeat it to make sure, like, I was listening, like, I heard it right. And he goes, um, does the Apple Watch come with it? I was like, no, sir. Like, I don't think Apple would sell their watches for $5. Actually, less than $5 because it comes with a stand also. Um, and then, so he, he, he takes a box or whatever, right? I thought he was going to pay for it, but he puts it right back. He literally thought. The Apple Watch came with the stand for $5. Mind you, I worked at 5 below. So I was shocked when he put it back. Um, another one is a lady came in like towards the holidays of this year. Um, 
she came in and uh she asked me if we had like uh iPad cases. I was like I was like we usually do, we usually do sell them, but I don't think we have any in like currently right now, but you can check like in like the section where it is. So I showed her where it is, I pointed at it, whatever, and she walked. And I see her trying to look for it, whatever, and everything like that. And um and like I'm like, okay, like it's probably there, but she probably just doesn't see the one that like she needs. And then I see one of my coworkers go, like, try to pass by her, and she stops her. And um, so I'm trying to see, like, what's going on and everything like that, whatever, right? And I see the coworker just nod her head no. And she starts walking towards, like, the register where I was in, where I was at, and uh, with a confused look on her face. And then she asked me, she goes, did you tell this customer that we sold iPads? I was like, no. She asked me if we sold cases. I didn't tell her we sold iPads. And she was all oh, like that's weird because like she was asking like for like iPads, like the I like the um, iPad like minis and everything like that. I was like, Wow, I was like, that makes no sense. I literally told her that we sold like the cases, but I never told her we sold like tablets or iPads or anything like that. And she goes, What the hell? And then um I'm still looking at it, like she's still looking, like she's still looking around like the sections to see if like we sold it or anything. Like she didn't believe us. And she just leaves. Like, she just leaves the store. She really expected to buy, like, a tablet and everything like that from our store. And I'm like, yo, like, people just don't understand, like, the concept of, like, what our store is. But, um, but as we get, like, towards, like, the holidays and everything like that, like, this year's holidays was very calming because of, like, this whole, like, um, pandemic that was happening and everything. But, um, last year's holidays was a complete shit show. Um, Last year's holidays was horrible because we, because there was a couple things that happened. We were, um, we were making sure, like, everything that was brought to us, like, 16, like, not 16, like, um, between, like, 8 to 12 pallets of stuff, um, coming into us or whatever, right, was brought out on the floor because, um, our storage space, like, our backstock, like, um, our stuff in the back was just completely filled. Like, there was no space for us to walk around. It was really difficult for us. But um, as time went on, we were able to put stuff out, like, as fast as we can. Like, we were just putting stuff, like, not in the sections that they were supposed to be. We, as long as there was, like, an empty spot, we just filled it in with whichever, with whatever was close to it. So, um, so there was one day this, these two ladies came in or whatever, right? It was, like, Karen and Karen Jr. Um, they came in. They asked if like they're um if we had like a larger cart because they were looking to like buy stuff for like um like I, I guess like charity or anything like that or whatever right so we brought her like this like um like like the U bolts and everything like that um for those who don't know what a U bolt is it's like that little cart that you just hang like clothing's like the clothing on or whatever right and you just push around now so um so they had that they were buying like a good amount of stuff they got like two they ended up with like two of them or whatever right. So, in front of the store, there was, like, this pile of, like, these fuzzy headphones. And they were, like, they were like I think, like, $5. They were, like, around $5. And I tell, I ended up telling the lady, she, I was working the register with her, right? And she looks up, and she asked me, she goes, how much are these? I was, like, they're about $5. They're about $5. I think, like, a little more. And she was, okay, cool. So, she ended up taking, like, maybe, like, like, five or six of them. 
And then as they're going around the store or whatever, right, every time I'm passing by them, they, like, need help, like, taking stuff from, like, the top shelf and everything like that, right? So, like, with no problem, I'm helping them out. Like, that's no bother. I'm helping them out, whatever, whatever. So it got to the point where they were now getting ready to pay. Of course, I'm, like, the unlucky one that had to help them. But I'm scanning, like, half the stuff and everything that they already got, whatever, right? So we reached the headphones that they got in the beginning of, like, their shopping, whatever. And as I'm scanning them, she sees that they they come up, they pop up as $5.33. Mind you, the $0.33 is a sales tax that gets added to everything else, right? And she gets mad at me. She goes, you told me these were $5. I was like, ma'am, they are $5. What you're, what you're looking, like, what you are paying, like, what you're looking at is, like, the, the sales tax. This is 33 cents sales tax. We can't, we have no charge over that. Um, But she goes, like, that's not fair. You told me they were $5, but now 33 cents more and everything. I was like, man, like, it's not our fault. Like, we sell them for $5, but they're a little bit more, and... Second of all, like I told you, they were a little, like, they were about $5. I never said they were less, or I never said, like, and I also said that they were a little bit more. She goes, no, you never said that, blah, blah, whatever, right? Like, she even looked at her friends, like, did he say that? She goes, oh, no, like, no, you, like, no, you didn't, and everything like that, whatever, right? So I was like, man, like, do you want it or not? Like, it's that simple. Like, do you want to take it or not? She goes, oh, you already scanned it, like, it's fine, whatever, right? But I don't just, like, I don't think it's fair, blah, blah, whatever, right? So... Like, as she's continuing arguing, I'm like, I'm not arguing back. Like, I'm just ignoring her. She goes, oh, you're not going to say anything. You're not going to fix the price and everything like that. I was like, man, there's nothing I can do. They're 533. I can't prevent you from paying, like, the sales tax. Like, it's sales tax. Like, it's aside from our, like, um, like we have no control in doing that. If you want to, if you don't want to pay taxes, that's on you. But it's not on us. And um, so she goes, oh, let me speak to your manager. I was like, all right, whatever. So I call my manager. My manager comes out, whatever, right? He goes, oh, what's the problem, whatever, right? So she's arguing now with him and everything like that, saying that, like, I told you it was only $5, blah, blah. And then he goes on saying, like, yes, ma'am, it is $5. It's a 33 cents. It's tax. So everything that I told her, he's telling her. So now she's getting mad or whatever, right? And I see my manager getting mad to the point that, like, he has, like, his arms crossed, but not, like, in a way to, like, it's like this. But, like, he's doing it in a way to, like, just basically, like, Showing is, like, much of, like, a stance, not, like, of dominance or anything. Like, he was mad or anything like that. He was standing there. But I see one of his hands just, like, gripping, like, the side of his stomach because he's just pissed off, but he's not trying to show it or, like, take it out on, like, the customer or whatever. Right? So, um, so it gets to the point that, like, she's, like, ar- like she's, like, arguing with him, whatever. Right? He goes, oh, no problem, whatever. Right? So he then tells me. He then says, um, he's like, oh, like, Elvin goes to the back, like, I'll take care of this, whatever, right? I was like, all right, whatever, fine. And then he then comes back. He then comes, like, once, like, he's done helping her and everything like that, he goes back to, like, the back stock or whatever, like, to the back room. And he tells me, she was arguing this whole time for five, for those 33 cents, when at the end of the day, like, at the end of the transaction... She brings out the tax exempt form, meaning she didn't have to pay tax for any of the things she bought. So 
we were pissed off because she's making like a big like she's making like she's causing a scene like and everything like that saying that like she didn't want to pay taxes or whatever right but like, it's like yo like you didn't have to pay for it in the first place if you just showed us that like that form in the first place like that's it like you didn't like none of it like all this would have been avoided this whole conversation would have been avoided but nope she tried to get it cheaper than what she had to from like the five dollars and everything like that whatever and my manager was pissed off i was pissed off too but like he was pissed but um but luckily like luckily um i didn't have to see her again like throughout like the whole time and everything whatever but the crazy thing is is that um i think like a day like the next day the next day like these two girls come in or whatever and um and they make the they make a joke saying that um cuz there was like these one thing that they bought it was like 560 something whatever and she goes oh like i thought this was supposed to be five below but she said it in like a joking way but like i was just pissed off because like the moment she said that it reminded me of like the lady of the day before and i said i was like i don't know what to tell you right i gave her attitude for no reason but like i was just pissed off because of the lady or whatever right and she was oh no like i was joking whatever right i was like i'm completely sorry it's just we had this lady yesterday just give us a hard time and told us the exact same thing and and she literally goes oh you're talking about my mom I'm really sorry about that. I was like, oh, my God. And then right before she left, I told her, I was like, I'm sorry. Like, as if, like, because, like, for a mom like that, she must just deal with a whole bunch of bullshit. But she was a lot more understanding. Like, she was actually able to, like, take it as a joke than, like, her mom. Because her mom was just, Jesus Christ, I just wanted to punch her in the face. But alongside that, working at Five Below, whatever, right, there's so many different things that were that happened or whatever it was just like a real shit show um these customers never make it easy like at the end like towards like the end of the day like as like the closing shift goes on or whatever we have like one or two people who go to like the the shirt shelves and everything like that where we sell like all the shirts and whatever and they start folding it but it's annoying because, like, as we're folding it, customers are, like, looking up, like, breathing above, like, our shoulders and everything like that, like, trying to see, like, what we're folding, whatever. Even though, like, what we have on display shows on pictures, like, right above it. And in the order they're supposed to be in. But even though there's a stack of, like, shirts that, um, th- that are there, they always wait until we finish folding one shirt, put it back so they can grab it and take it again or whatever. And it takes a lot. Like, it takes, like, a lot not to say anything. It takes a lot, like, um, it takes a lot out of you folding, like, that many shirts and everything like that. Like, it's, like, it really, like, it really does take a lot out of you. But, um, the one thing that I do, whatever, right, I always, like, whatever shirt that I pick up from, like, the pile that's there, I always make sure, like, I step back a little bit but hold it up so they can see the design before I fold it. So, like, once I fold it, I put it back and everything like that. So, they see, like, the shirt that I had and everything like that. So, they don't have to touch it. But there's always those douchebags that ended up, like, that end up messing it up anyways. And the worst part about it is that they start folding it and then just wrap it around and just put it back. But, um, but, yeah, like, before I move on to the rest, I'm looking at my phone because I just ordered Uber Eats. But, um, while I'm about to go pick up the order... I have 
uh, friend of mine tell me, you guys are going to listen to a story of my uh, friend of mine of their worst experience at a, at a certain job. So you guys are going to listen to that while I go pick up my Uber Eats order. So I'll be back. So when I was about 19 to 21, I worked in a nursing home. When I first started working there, I was a custodian. They trained me for about a week. I got to see the closing shift. I got to see the morning shift. It was all relatively easy. Before I get started, I will say, though, if you've ever seen Ned's The Classified School Survival Guide, when Gordy says, eh, I'll leave that for the night guy, that's a real thing. And as the morning guy and night guy, I've done it both. I've been on both sides. It's true. But this story, not about that. This story is about my first time doing the night shift by myself. It was a small place. It really only needed one night custodian. So I was there from 12 to 8. Now, my day went pretty well. I forgot a couple of the codes. Some of the nurses had to let me into storage closets. Not a big deal. Now, it's 7.50. I go home at 8. And I hear a voice on the intercom go, Housekeeping, please call third floor. Housekeeping to third floor. And I look at the time and it's, it's literally 7.50 and I think, okay. Obviously got to respond to this. My boss can't find out that I ignored a call at 7.50 on my first night by myself. I need to keep this job. So I call the third floor and I go, hey, this is housekeeping. How's, how's it going? You know, what's, what's going on? They say, hey, uh, we got a situation up here. We need you to come clean a mess. I go, yeah, okay. Okay, I figured that was the situation. Um, what's what's up though? What's the issue? There's a mess. You need to come clean it. Yes, thank you, you highly intelligent nurse. But what is the mess that has been made? Oh, uh, bathroom accident. Okay, do I need to bring a mop, a rag, some towels, a broom? What do I need here? Oh. A mop. Great, thanks. I'll be there soon. So I head out. I head up my little mopping closet, fill up my bucket, get my mop. Had to be a brand new one because I already finished mopping for the night. And then I head to the elevator and I go up to the third floor. By the time I get to the third floor, it's already 8 o'clock. And I'm thinking, great, I should be punching out right now. But here I am. Get off the elevator. I go, hey, housekeeping here. How can I help you? Hey, in that room. A mess. Patient didn't make it to the bathroom. Oh, okay. So you know they mm, some pee. No. Have fun. I walk in there, and uh, from the bed to the bathroom, nice little trail of poop. I don't know if you've ever seen Family Guy, but you know they like leave a a trap out for Kevin Bacon or Adam West. I don't remember. And then it's just oh piece of candy. Oh piece of candy. Oh piece of candy. Well. For me, it was, ooh, there's some poop. Ooh, there's some poop. Ooh, there's some poop. From the bed to the bathroom. I mop it up, and the entire time, the guy's looking at me like, I'm so sorry. I thought I was going to make it. And I just go, hey, man, not your fault. This is the way the cookie crumbles. Glad you're okay. And he goes, oh, thanks. You're really nice about this. Hey, man, that's what they pay me to do. Have a good night. I finish mopping up. There was a lot. 
go back downstairs, empty out my mop, mop bucket, get rid of my mop. I leave at a solid 8.45. Great first night. About two weeks later, I was working in the kitchen, no longer a janitor. Stayed there for about another two years. All in all, not a terrible time. Welcome back. Um, I enjoy listening to that. Like every time, no, when he first sends me, I couldn't like I couldn't stop laughing. Like I could just imagine how it was working there. Like it must have been horrible. Like the fact that he was able to do it, Jesus Christ! Like seeing that, I would have probably just made things worse by like continuing like throwing up and all that, whatever. But um, but yeah, like I'm gonna end this episode. Um, those were like my worst experiences, like with different jobs and everything like that. There's a lot more. I just can't remember the top of my head. Should have planned this a lot better. But um, but yeah, thank you all for listening. Um, I'll be coming out with a lot more episodes and everything like that. So please stay tuned. Subscribe. Follow my Instagram at the Sitpack Podcast. Um, and yeah, I'll see you guys in the next one.